Well, my favorite musical artist of all time is Toby Mac. Uh, I've been following Toby Mac since, he, since I was a teenager. He was uh, part of a group called DC Talk, and then he uh, struck out on his own, and now he's a single artist uh, who travels around with a diverse city band. And uh, his music just speaks to me. There's a depth to his music that I just, that resonates with me, and it resonates with so many other people as well. Um, Toby is open with his life on social media, and he shares about what's going on in his life. He's, he's just very real, and he shares with the challenges uh, of being an artist on tour. And on October uh, 23rd, 2019, the McKeon family, Toby McKeon, Toby's family, and the world around them was shocked when Toby announced that his firstborn son, Truett, had died of an accidental drug overdose at the age of 21. The entire musical community in the world was rocked with this news. And after that horrible day on, uh, in October, uh, Toby and, and his world, it, it was expectedly shattered. And, and it just crumbled around him. And he spent months dealing with the pain and with the loss, the abandonment, the anger, and the grief of losing his firstborn son. And like so many others, I prayed for Toby. I prayed for his family. I prayed for his heart and for his faith. And, and, and we prayed as, as a community, and we watched how this Christian musician dealt with uh, the tragedy, the tragedy that would rock anyone to their core. Eventually, Toby began to make public appearances, and in February of this past year, uh, Toby released a single uh, song uh, that we're actually sharing as the Summer Message Series uh, concert series song uh, here today. It's the one we're going to play in a few minutes. Now, in an article that I found from around its release date in February, Toby shared the inspiration of the new, this new song. And in that article, this is what Toby said. He said, with a deeply broken heart after losing my firstborn son and stepping almost immediately into quarantine, everything was dark. Everything was dark. I woke up uh, one day after months of walking in the valley, and I woke up to the Psalms. And I read that God is rolling up his sleeves. We are not forgotten. What a beautiful image, says Toby. What a, Toby, what a beautiful promise. And so this morning, I would usually introduce the song for you, but I thought it was probably more appropriate to let Toby uh, do the introduction himself. And so here now is Toby Mack introducing his new song, Help is on the Way. Hey, what's up? I'm Toby Mack, and I want to tell you the story behind my song, Help is on the Way, Maybe Midnight. A year and a half ago, um, I lost my firstborn son, and I wrote a few songs after that, immediately following that, and it was hard. It was hard to think about anything, any promise, anything exciting, and I wrote a lot of songs that were kind of down, um, as you can imagine. I wrote a lot of songs that were deep in the trenches, and then this pandemic hit, and man, it, it took me a while to kind of figure out. I was crying out to God, going, you know, I need something. I need something that I can hold on to. I think we all need something we can hold on to right now. I found in the Psalms a scripture that said, uh, I don't know exactly what it said, but the thing that stood out to me was God is rolling up his sleeves. Help is on the way. It's like the promise of God, the God 
of all creation, rolling up his sleeves on my behalf, on our behalf. It felt like promise to me. Um, it felt like something that a big God that I can count on cares about a little me. And uh, I started quickly writing. I wrote maybe midnight or midday. He's never early, never late. He's gonna stand by what he claims. I've lived enough life to say, help is on the way. God has not failed us. God has not failed me. That's where the song Help Is On The Way came from. I hope you guys like it. Maybe midnight or midday, never early, never late. He gon' stand by what he claimed, lived enough life to say. I heard your heart, I see your pain, out in the dark, out in the rain. Feel so alone, feel so afraid. of that song is to help you hold on 
to God's promises, to encourage us when times are bleak, when darkness surrounds us, when relationships fail, when pandemics destroy, when money disappears. It is important for us to always hold on to the promise of God that help is on the way. No matter how dark it gets, just like the morning, God always shows help is on the way. When you think about your life, when you examine your life, take a step back and look at the life that God has given to you, the life that you are living now, what struggle are you facing? What struggle are you facing? What is something that you are experiencing now and that you're overwhelmed by? In a few weeks, we're going to do a mini-series on trauma. It's just a few weeks, but we're going to talk about trauma. I'm reading right now, and what I'm reading is telling us that we are far more impacted by the stressors and by the hurts and the pain than we ever realize. In fact, there are adverse childhood experiences. They call them ACEs. Those are hurts that we experience when we are kids. All of us have them. And adverse childhood experiences are associated with five out of the ten leading causes of death. Think about that. Five of the ten leading causes of death are associated with trauma, heart disease, cancer, respiratory disease, strokes. They are all impacted by trauma as kids. And currently, research tells us that we could reduce the number of adults who are dealing with depression by 44%, almost half of the adults dealing with depression today, by 44% if we dealt with adverse childhood experiences. We all experience trauma as kids. We all experience it. None of us is immune. And as adults, we pile on stressors. We pile on heartache. We pile on pain. And it just ends up getting us to the point where we're, just, we're about to break. Right now, what's a struggle that you're dealing with that you are having a hard time coping? Where do you turn to in your, in your time of need? Are you worried about COVID in the future? Do you struggle with your health? Is, is your life schedule crazy right now? Are you worried about how to get everything done on your to-do list? Is there a strain in some relationship? Do you have a spouse or a family member, a child, a coworker, a neighbor who's causing stress in your life? Are your kids making decisions you wish they wouldn't? Is your family divided over politics? There are so many stressors in our lives today. There's so many stressors. And when we face those stresses, it feels like one more hit, just one more brick on top of the pile, just one more piece of food on this plate, and everything is going to come collapsing down and fall to pieces. Into your feeling of overwhelm, Toby sings this song. Help is on the way. So that when we feel like this, when we are in the valley, when we are barely able to lift our feet as we are trudging along, we can't even lift our eyes heavenward because our eyes hurt so much. We can trust God's promises that even in those moments, help is on the way. For as long as people have walked this earth, we've had, tr we've had trouble uh, struggling and trusting God's promises. This summer, I began reading in the Old Testament, and I was looking for a while in the books of Samuel, 1st and 2nd Samuel, and over and over, I was struck by the fact that this is the story of God's people, over and over and over. We choose to follow God, 
And then we end up choosing to go our own way. We kind of turn our backs on God. We decide to sin. We do that. We choose to go away from God. And then our sin and our decision to turn our backs on God leads us to despair. It leads us to tragedy. It leads us to pain and heartache. And then we decide, well, we should really go back to God. And over and over and over, this is the pattern. People are close to God. People turn their backs on God. People experience tragedy because they're leaving God and they go back to God over and over and over again. Wash, rinse, repeat. Wash, rinse, repeat. Over and over and over. And God sent prophets over the time that I was reading these stories. And he does this in our lives even today. He sends prophets, people who will speak into our lives. And these prophets are pleading with the people to turn their back towards God. And sometimes they do, and sometimes they don't. At one point in 1 Samuel chapter 7, all the people have decided to turn back to God. All the people. And so they give up their idols. They, 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 they tear them down. They throw them away. They burn them. They get rid of them. All the foreign gods that they've allowed into their lives, they choose to follow God and they leave these things aside. And so Samuel, in the story, he assembles all of Israel. He pulls all of Israel together so that they could pray, so that they could worship, so they could confess before God. And so he pulls them all together. And while they're doing this, while, while all of Israel is, is making this move, going back towards God, their enemies, the Philistines, are watching from afar. And the Philistines see all this, they hear about what's going on, and they say, hey, you know what? All of our enemies are going to be in one place together. Let's go get them. Let's go destroy Israel. Let's get them. Let's wipe them off the face of the earth and get rid of these people that have been a plague to us. And so the Philistines get dressed up and they go marching for war. But as they're doing that, God steps in and thwarts the Philistines' plans. The Bible tells us that, that God sent thunder, and, which scared the, the Philistines silly. And then the Israelites saw that the Philistines were scared and they were scattered. And so the Israelites took up arms and they went in and they attacked the Philistines and they beat them down. So they were able to beat their enemy. And from this moment in history, the Bible says here, it says that the Philistines stopped invading Israel because of this. They stopped invading Israel, and there was a peace for many, many years. And then we pick up the story in Samuel chapter 7, verse 12. And this is what chapter 7, verse 12 says. Then it says, Then Samuel took a large stone, and he placed it between the towns of Mitzvah and Jesenah. And he named it Ebenezer, which means the stone of help. For he, Samuel, said, up until this point, up until this point, the Lord has helped us. Friends, as you look at this image right here in the Old Testament, I want you to understand when people wanted to create a memorial to the Lord in order to remember all that God had done, all the good things that God had done, they would often place stones in a position, in a place of honor. And they would play stones. Sometimes it would be stones like this, stones on top of stones as a marker like this. Other times, the stone might look like this. They might move a large stone into a place and, and place it in the middle of a field or someplace where they wanted to mark. And so they would put this stone, it was this, this stone like this, and they called this one the Ebenezer Stone, the stone which literally means the stone of help. These stones were markers for the people. They were reminders to the people that God had done amazing things in their lives. These people wanted to remember what God had done. And so that when they passed by the stone or when they saw the stone from afar, the people would remember that in their toughest moments, God had not abandoned them. The Ebenezer stone means literally stone of help. And to look on that stone 
as a Jewish person would mean you would see that stone and you would know that God was with you. Toby's song can be an Ebenezer stone for you today. Help is on the way. Don't ever forget that. Hold on to God's promise. It may be midnight. It may be midday. It's never early. It's never late. He's going to stand by what he claims. Help is on the way. Part of the reason we get so stressed in life is because we forget that truth. We forget that promise. We let go of God's promise that he loves us, that he will fight for us, that he cares for us more than we can ever comprehend. When we are struggling, and our struggles are real, when we are struggling, our struggles will absolutely overwhelm us if we forget God's promises. They will absolutely overwhelm us if we forget God's promises. Let today's message, let today's song, Toby's song, be a marker in your life. Hold on to the promise that God is on the way. This week on the, D, on the radio, I was listening to the DJs talk, and earlier on in the week, they were talking about the topic of mental toughness. They said, what do you do to, to get mentally tough? We're all living through a pandemic right now. Our lives, we're afraid around the outside edges and at the corners. And the DJ asked the audience to chime in. They said, where do you find mental strength? Where do you get your mental strength from? Where do you go? And as I thought about that, I came up with these, these two answers for myself. I said, where do I go? What do I do if I was answering this uh, on the radio? And I said, when I'm dealing with stress, when I'm dealing with heartache, or when I'm being overwhelmed by life, there is something that I get into my life, and there's something that I give out of my life. Something that I get in and I give out. And getting in and getting out makes all the difference. The things that I get in, first of all, I get worship into my life. I get worship into my life. Worship helps when I'm depressed, when I'm sad, when I'm stressed, or when I'm anxious. Listening to music, worship music, has, has been proven, actually, through studies uh, to decrease anxiety. When you put a, music, a worship song on, not just any music, but even worship song, religious music, they say, it makes a difference to reduce our anxiety. In fact, the frequency of listening to religious music is associated with a decrease in death anxiety, a death anxiety, and it increases life satisfaction, it increases self-esteem, it increases a sense of uh, self-control. Worship music positively impacts our lives, and when we are more stressed, uh, the more stressed we are, the more we, uh, the, the more we get a better diet of worship music into our lives, the better it is for us. So that's something I get into my life. You can get, in that, get that into your life. Something else is getting the Word of God into my life. Not everyone wants to read the Bible cover to cover, but when was the last time we picked up the Bible and just allowed God's words to penetrate your thoughts, to penetrate your hearts and your attitudes, your feelings, and let God speak to you directly? The Bible is God's word to us, and as such, we can allow the Holy Spirit to slip through the pages of the Scripture and meet us right where we are. Something else, get a podcast. Sometimes I'll go and get a podcast in my life. I'll get good content from solid people that I trust and good material, and I get that into my life. Mandisa, who's an artist who's friends with Toby Mac, actually, I heard this this past week. Mandisa has a relatively new, it's a second season, but she has a relatively new podcast out there called uh, Out of the Dark. And she's very real about the fact that she battles with depression. 
And she's talking with a friend about how to battle depression, how to go through life. Get good content, like out of the dark podcast, into your life. There's so many good things out there that we can use to help navigate the stressors and the anxieties of our life. But we get these things in. And then getting things out, here's, you get a diet of God's word, you get the music, the worship music, good content through podcasts or other places, things that you can read. Uh, But it all makes a difference. And then you get out of your life something as well. And here's the thing. I give out by helping others. I find that when I give out, I'm helping others, and that makes a difference. There's a connection for us between serving others and our health. There's a connection there. It feels good to share your life with others. You can read about just about any article on depression and how to deal with depression, and I'm guessing that probably you're going to find that in order for us to get past the dark places, what studies will tell us, what scientists will tell us, what counselors will tell us, in order to get past the dark places, the best way to do that is to look outside yourself. That's how you get past the dark place. To look outside yourself. Find someone or something outside of you. Focus on them and focus on that besides focusing on yourself. When you focus on yourself, it just, it continues to churn and keeps everything here. But when you focus outward, when you put your attention on someone else out there, when you help someone else, it makes a difference. The more you do for others, the more you do for yourself. It's that simple. So practically speaking, this week, as you prepare for stress and anxiety to hit, because it's going to hit you this week, remember that help is on the way. Set your radio or stream 99.1, star 99.1, or K-Love, which is 95.5, or Air One, 96.7. These are all radio stations that you can stream online or you can put on the radio that you can just allow worship music to pour over your life and to get into your life. Go to YouTube and bookmark our summer series, message series, concert Uh, We've got all the songs that we've been doing this whole summer long. I I was listening to that a week or so ago. Just let it play in in the background, and it just, it makes a difference. Get worship music in your life, and then pick up your Bible. Read anything that looks interesting. Check out the Old Testament. Look and read about Moses and the Israelites and their journey out of Egypt. Check out the story of Ruth, right, and see how God provided for a foreigner who was adopted into God's family. Go pick up 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John and look at God's amazing love for creation, for people, and for you. See God's love for people as it's expressed throughout all time in Scripture. Or if you're accustomed to the digital, grab your your Bible app or grab your tablet or go on your computer and go to the the digital, uh, the the YouVersion Bible app that I keep talking about and and, and scan through the Bible app because you're going to see there's lots of devotions. There's five-day devotions. There's one-day devotions. There's 30-day devotions. Great content out there that can inspire you every day just for a little bit, getting the Bible into your experience and into your life. And then as you get these things into your life, look for ways to give out. Keep your eyes open for ways that you can serve people around you. Go to a soup kitchen or pick up a hammer for Habitat for Humanity, but if that's what you want to do. But you can have just as much impact smiling at the girl behind the checkout. You can have just as much of an impact by... Um, picking up the phone and calling a friend in need. You, you can have just as much of an impact giving out of the love that you have for others by holding the door open for someone as she leaves the supermarket. Share your love for God by the way that you love people. 
And even though you feel strapped, even though you feel overwhelmed, even though you feel sad and anxious, give out of the abundance of what you've been given. God will not leave you disappointed. He will not leave you disappointed. The song uh, for today is Help is on the Way, and that song is a promise to us. Throughout the music video that accompanies the song, not the one that we showed, but the official one uh, that you can find on YouTube, Throughout the music video that accompanies the song, uh, Toby is singing these lyrics that we just heard today. And in the image, in the video, there's a young man who's running out in front, and he's running down a street, right? He ducks down side streets, and then the the camera's right on him as he's running down the middle of of an abandoned street, a deserted street. And then there's a picture of Toby, the, the artist who sings the song. Toby is running full tilt, chasing this boy. In the same place where this boy was, he's chasing this boy throughout the whole song. And it's striking to see this image of just this man running full tilt, trying to catch up to this boy who's out in front. You're kind of thinking, what is this song saying? What's this all about? And then you think about Toby's family trauma that I mentioned at the beginning of this message. And you can't help but wonder if what you're seeing on the screen is Toby's utter desperation, chasing after his firstborn son, Truett who battled depression? Is it possible that what Toby is putting into his artwork here is this image of a father chasing after his son? You can see the desperation on this father's face, doing everything he can, everything he can do to catch his son before his son is lost. Finally, at the end of the song, we see Toby. And Toby is standing on a platform and he's singing in a tent, in a revival meeting, an old school church revival tent meeting. And so he's up there singing and the the music is loud and you're presumably assuming here that he's celebrating with all these other people because they're worshiping God. They're, They're celebrating that they have found their way to Jesus. And so he's in this room with these people who have found their way to Jesus and at the very end of the song, the young man who's been running all this time in this video, he opens the flap of the tent and he pops his head in. And as the song comes to a close, he enters into the tent. It's a powerful video. Go watch it if you haven't seen it yet already. Go watch it on YouTube. But but what's more compelling than all of this is something that you don't even see on the screen. It's what happens behind the scenes, something that I'm going to tell you about here that, that I read about as I was researching this. The actor who plays the young boy who's running in front of Toby on the screen, the, the one that Toby is chasing throughout the video, is his younger son, Judah McKeon, Truett's brother. What a powerful moment it must have been for father and for son to act out this song as Toby is singing the words, help is on the way, as he's chasing after his firstborn son. Judah is looking at, at his brother who's no longer there. Toby is seeing that Truett is no longer there. and they're, they're acting this out. They're singing this song that help is on the way, and they are trusting Jesus even to the end. This week, remember that help is on the way. It is a promise for you. Saturate yourself with worship music. Saturate yourself with good content. Dig into the Bible this week and see for yourself the love story that God has for you. And then take that love and go share it with others. Amen. Let's pray. God, I thank you so much for Toby. I thank you for his ministry. 
how he has uh, impressed me and, and the words that he has sung over the years that have made an indelible mark on my own life. And God, I pray for those who, who have been reached by this music. And, and God, I thank you for this concert message series that we were able to celebrate uh, you. Lord, I thank you for the words of today's song that help is on the way, that it is a promise that you give us. And Lord, we pray that you would continue to ever go before us, that we would be chasing after you, God, trusting that you are always with us, that you are uh, going to give us the help that we need. We pray this all today in Jesus' name. Amen.